0: You've been nervous, aren't you? Nah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how there weren't leeches in that thing. Oh.
1: It was disgusting. Yeah. Man. I think you were doggy paddling, weren't you? I was in drowning all the doggy paddling.
0: How did a skinny, string bean, dubbo kid first get picked up at Penrith?
1: Jimmy James was like, oh, how would you like to come and have a trial on that? And I was like, yeah, it'd be mad. So.
0: How's uh, Foxy around trading?
1: Yeah, he's been good. Same old Foxy. He talks
0: it up a lot. In, you hear him from mileways. Let's just snip it in the bud right now. You'll be in the halves this, this, this following season. Um, There's one, co- one quote I want to read from um, a journalist Yeah And um, I'm, I'm sure you remember it It's from Paul Crawley Okay uh, I want to talk about the biff you had Because you know what Out of all people to get into a fight, I wasn't expecting you to get into one How did that even come about? Welcome back everyone to Let's Try episode 14 Thank you so much for the love and support you have shown us so far We really appreciate it and if you haven't already, check out Let's Trot Summer Collection. My personal favourite is the Miami Vice, the teal and pink. So make sure you go check it out and grab yourself a shirt or some shorts today. Today on the show, I have the man with the biggest boot in the game, Matt Birded. What's happening, brother?
1: Nah, thanks for having me on, brother.
0: You a bit nervous, aren't you? Nah. Give me honours. First ever podcast. A bit nervous,
1: yeah. First potty, so looking forward to it. Oh, what an
0: honour! What an honour! Yeah. What, what have you been up to?
1: Nah, not much. Just preseason, just being getting flogged and. Yeah, that's about it.
0: Tell me about that diet you're on.
1: The no carbs. Mm. Yeah, shout out to Trav. Thanks, brother. How's that no, going? I've been looking after the weight. Just um, no carbs, just straight meat, protein. Mm. That's about it.
0: How do you been finding it? Like you feel like you're Yeah, play- it's been good. Yeah. I
1: feel good. I feel fit. So that's no, been working.
0: What are you weighing now?
1: I'm 97. you happy with that? Is that yeah. what you normally play at? Yeah, 96, 97. Yeah, nice. I was about 98, but yeah.
0: And how has pre-season been?
1: Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, boys been ripping in, been getting pumped. Did the army camp the other day, so that was I good saw, fun. I saw it. You brought remember back, that? It brought back some horrible
0: yeah. memories. <laughs> and it brought me actually one particular... <laughs> no, don't bring that up. Can I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, from, last, from last, um, last time we went on that camp, uh, I think you were told that you had to get everyone yeah. organised. I was in a a shambles.
1: <laughs> Firstly, yeah, so I wasn't supposed to go on the camp. Were you? Like, nah, you supposed to I go on it? I was in top 30. Oh, okay. So then... Um, I remember Ivan was like, oh, yeah, jump in, jump in, do the camp. So flew up to Brizzy, got up there. Um, next minute they give me the first task. Like I remember we had that talk for ages and all the boys were sitting there like in the morning and this fella was just talking for like 10 minutes straight.
0: But it wasn't only that, like I remember talking to James Timer. I'm like, man, these guys are actually pretty cool blokes. Yeah. Like, and then fucking shit yeah, hit the fan. Just, yeah. <laughs> fucking They stuck. just hit the
1: switch and I was like, fuck. But no, I remember they gave me the first task and I was like, I was shit myself. They come up and they're like, um, you, "You've been given this task, like, you got to get the boys in reverse alphabetical order in two lines out the front, like, you need know, to tell everyone you got like 30 seconds to do it all." So anyway, he's like, "Impossible as soon as task." Talking, yeah, Impossible. They just like, it's just, they just get you to stuff it up. So it's like, all the boys run around mad. So anyway, I jump up, I'm like, "Boys, you've got to get the front, 30 seconds, blah blah." And then all the boys are like, what, "What are we doing? What are we doing?" I was just was shitting chaos. myself, yeah, running out there. Anyway, we get outside and he's like. What are you doing? What are you doing? Who was who was in charge of the task? Stand forward. And I was, I stood up. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> my hands are sweaty yeah, thinking about it. I was it. <laughs> like, shit. Like, in push-up position. And I remember we did that eight-stage push-up. For oh, like, awful. Awful. Yeah,
0: well, were there for ages, up. when you yeah. think about it. Like, I reckon 10 minutes we were in that plank. It was yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. Saw fish do the alphabet. That's probably one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen in <laughs> my life. I actually love hearing army camp stories. It's, yeah, like it It's not fun when you're in it, but after it, you get... Best laughs. Yeah, what was uh, different I this time round?
1: chat on the um, tiny teddies and that, <laughs> That's right. and they were chips,
0: <laughs> and it was quiet. As <laughs> it was just <laughs> bump, <boom.
1: laughs> Yeah, everyone, everyone just, just dropped their head. Like no, he's like, right, back down, get out, <laughs> far out. But no, it's good fun. Same so. crew. Yeah, yeah. What exact was this, same crew. What was different this time around? Oh, we did a few different tasks, but most of them are the same. We had the the um, blindfold one. That was good fun. They walk you to the dam and.
0: I um, I don't know how there weren't leeches in that thing. Oh, it was disgusting. Yeah, man. I think you were doggy paddling, you?
1: I was in drowning. All the doggy
0: You know what? I went into a bit of a panic attack. Like I, I remember. Obviously, we got those goggles on, and um, you know when you just get thrown into the water, yeah. and there's just so many people just splashing about, and yeah. people just grabbing each other. Oh, man, you start I'm panicking. S- <laughs> oh i hate the water eh? i'm not yeah. built for the water i got yeah. no buoyancy i i <laughs> sink cannot float but you look like you float so you, yeah no, you i was good. all
1: right but he
0: was best on ground
1: best on ground um oh sammy hughes yeah 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 he and got f- stitched <laughs> up like me the first half that was <laughs> good fun <laughs> so there, yeah, that was pretty funny and then um
0: foxy was a good laugh yeah. He would have been good value. Yeah. Far out. You needed someone like that, just with, you know, comical, have a laugh, take, yeah. like, take the piss. Yeah. But um, far out. What else has been happening in the preseason?
1: Nah, it's a Just idea. focusing just train on that? Hard, yeah. We've got a good crew there now, so. A few new, few new fellas coming in, so. Yeah, it should be
0: good. You're a leader now. You're not not a young buck anymore. You're a leader now. Yeah. It's good to see. That's been good. And uh, as per tradition, brother, uh, I'd like to give you those shoes from Shoe Grab, our proud partners and proud sponsor of the show. Um, If you want to dig into that, let's see what he got you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, he's been feeling generous. (laughs) How good's that?
1: Thank you. Oh, they're fast.
0: You'd, be, you'd have a big boot <laughs> on you too. What size 13, are you 13. Yeah, me too. <laughs> they're fast. Yeah, they're mad. Crash.
1: Thank you. Thanks to Jay and Shoe Grab. Yeah, cracker. <laughs> I
0: always wanted to ask you this, but uh, how did a skinny string bean dubbo kid first get picked up at Penrith?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I was sort of um, playing Western Division out back at home, um, playing all the junior footy and stuff like that. And then I remember Jimmy Jones um, <laughs> come up to me at, at St Mary's, I was um, playing school footy, yep. and Jimmy James was like, "Oh, how would you like to come and have a trial in that?" And I was like, "Yeah, it'd be mad." So um, ended up doing a trial at Penrith, and then um, I think it was for like SG, but I was only 16, so pretty young. Mm. And then um, yeah, from then they just picked me up and um, brought me back down. They they didn't want me to travel. Um, no, sorry, they didn't want me to move straight down, so I was just travelling. Uh, for SG ball wow. from Dubbo. So it was like four hours. I was doing school, but um, every Friday I'd I'd have off school, which I was laughing. I was like, hated school. So every Friday they'd drive me down. Um, and then I'd train on Friday, play SG ball Saturday, go home Sunday, and just do that um, week after week. So,
0: Wow. Yeah. How long was the drive? Four and a half. And who was yeah. driving you? Parents? No, I'd
1: drive. Oh, you were driving? Yeah. I just got my license. So. And how did you do it? Mum mum drove me everywhere. so. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. How good are mums? Yeah. Shout out to all the, the mums best. out there. Yeah.
1: Shout out to mums.
0: And uh, how did you find the transition coming from obviously being a Dubbo kid and into like Penrith, another you know kind of borderline country town, big yeah. club?
1: It was tough at the start because like coming from Dubbo, it's pretty quiet and stuff like that. And then coming to the Big Smoke down in Sydney, mm. it, was, it was flat out. So I was I was sort of shit myself a bit. I, I didn't want to really do it, but. No, I'm glad I did. Um, yeah, ever um, once I started doing doing the trips. Um, ended up picking a few mates up. They got signed. So Charlie Staines from Forbes, and then oh, that's right. Joe Hobby from Blaney as well. We we're driving down and um, just driving down together. And then yeah, it was mad. So
0: how good is that? I mean, yeah. how old were you officially when you moved to uh, Penrith?
1: Uh, I was 17, and then uh, they moved me down when I was 18. So
0: how good's that? Yeah,
1: finished school and then moved straight into the share house. It was like eight of us boys in a share house. So.
0: <laughs> Would have been chaos. Yeah, it
1: was mad. It was good fun.
0: <laughs> I'm sure there's some stories you can share yeah. a bit later on. Yeah. Um, and it, it all went so quick for you then. Um, yeah, you obviously debuted a few few years later than that. After that, and yeah. then, I, I, for my for me, like one memory sticks out was, you know, you come in on I think it was Thursday. You trained yeah. with us, 2019, right? Yeah. And I think we're playing Cronulla, and we didn't have much time to really get to know you, uh, gel, yeah. train together, yeah. and. Next thing you're you're playing against Cronulla on the left edge with me. <laughs> me, I think oh, he was in the centre? I think Nato was with me as well. Yeah,
1: Nato's in the centre. He
0: oh, had a pretty. laugh.
1: Yeah, pretty much got thrown in. I was um because Jimmy Maloney, That's he was right. um he got charged for tripping someone. <laughs> so <laughs> then
0: he's got the shortest legs in the in the game too. <laughs> so I don't know how he tripped someone. Yeah.
1: So Ivan called me in. He's like, um, he's like, yeah, you'll be um named twenty first man this week. Yeah. Like nothing yet. Just. Don't, like, freak out. You'll be just named 21st man, but just be ready. Like, you might get caught in. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I was playing wow. um, cup, but, like, it was only a couple of games in, in the cup. And then, um, yeah, he ended up getting suspended, Jimmy Maloney. And then Ivan rang me that night and he's like, yeah, you're in. <laughs> and I was thinking, fuck. Thanks. Didn't know any of yous, really. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I like, in, who? I, I've never met you. Yeah. Got into training on the Thursday. Did that session. Captain's run fr- Um. Uh, sorry, we played on the Friday night. Yeah. So it might have been Wednesday we did the session. That's right. Thursday, captain's run, and then played on the Friday night. But it was the craziest thing. Man, else. I saw the interview you did with Dave
0: yeah. after the game, man. Fuck. Ah, yeah. You were just buzzy. You yeah. had all your family and friends. Sure. had all
1: family and friends yeah, there. man. Good win. Yeah. Got the win as well. Was it a bit of a
0: shock uh, in the sense that you didn't expect to debut at such a young age? Like, yeah, you feel man. like just things were happening so fast. Yeah, and for sure. Were you yeah. able to handle all that all right?
1: Yeah, it was... It was tough like you never like it's always your dream to like play and stuff yeah. but just getting thrown in so quick it was sort of like shit. just hit you all at once but it was mad.
0: And you always played in the halves right? Gro- yeah. Um, for the juniors?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, always played in the halves
0: so. The other discussion I want to bring up is you know you obviously played centre I think it was your last year at Penrith um, so you're always quite versatile and you had that kind of utility factor. When did, a, when did the discussion come up that you were actually going to play centre and that was going to be you know? your position for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, so I started the started the year in the halves mm. and played a couple of games and then um, Ivan just said, um, how'd you like to play in the centres, give it a crack and ended up got, jumping in there and then there um, was a couple of games in and someone got injured and then, yeah, started playing centre and from then I played, played every game that year.
0: Never played centre before? No. Nah. Oh, wow. So
1: um, I was yeah. getting thrown in centre, like um, in training and that and just getting a few reps. But um, yeah, once I started playing, it was... Yeah, it was all right, so.
0: And then later that year, we'd center of the year. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable. Got center
1: of the year and played, um, won the grand final, so. Yeah, what a year, man. It was crazy, yeah.
0: What do, you, what do you miss most about Adam Penrith?
1: Oh, well, I miss heaps. Miss the boys, obviously. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Good bunch of lads there. And then, um yeah, I don't know. It was just, um, yeah, it was just mad. Mad, mad crew. Huh? Yeah, mad crew. Mm. Yeah.
0: I was got to say as well, the last game I remember... Um, which was pretty tough for you, was against Newcastle during the, the COVID year. Yeah. Um, I think you missed a few field goals and <laughs> yeah. you are kind of a bit bummed about it and, yeah. and f- fairly so. Um, did you find it hard to kind of uh, kick, kick back into gear and get your confidence yeah. back?
1: Yeah, I think that was a massive like... I've, I I've thought,
0: outside looking in, I thought it was a massive learning experience for you. Yeah,
1: it was. It was massive. Obviously, yeah. It was like second game of NRL. Um, missed like five field goals in the one game. I was like... My head was falling off after the game i was like shit like i had the worst thoughts going through my head i was like yeah yeah like yeah but anyway, it was a massive learning curve and yeah it just made me you know get better in that sense
0: so how long do you think it took you to kind of really shrug it off
1: oh probably it was a good couple of weeks speaking to a couple of people about it and that it was um yeah obviously getting peppered on media stuff like that people spraying you mm, mm. um but yeah Sort of learn about it and yeah, better for now. Learn and move on, brother. Yeah, from my
0: mistakes. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, who did you take a liking to? Obviously, especially that twenty nineteen year, you, you didn't have that much time to kind of uh, befriend anyone. So, yeah, who did you gravitate towards?
1: Uh, obviously, grav gravitated toward Nathan and that uh, they were obviously um, the halves in that at the time and um, coming through, looked up to them boys. So um, yeah, obviously I had Charlie stains there as well, good mate. Um, and then obviously I had you hanging around there, the Larican. <laughs> but, no, nah, it's was Matt Drew there. Um, yeah. I want
0: to speak about now Canterbury, yeah. life at Canterbury. Um, a few years there now under yeah. your belt. Um, Has it been this preseason compared to the rest?
1: Yeah, it's been good, eh? We've got a few few good signings coming in and um, all the boys are gelling well together. So, um, yeah, just keen to play some footy, eh? It's been easy. getting pumped in pre-season, but... Um, it's never fun is it? Nah, it's not but yeah, just keen to play some footy really.
0: Um comparing comparing it to the last two seasons, um how will this season coming up be any different in, in do you think?
1: I think Ciro obviously um last year was a bit tough like obviously his first year coming in and mm. um you know learning the system and stuff that, like that, that, that. that's always going to be tough. It's always going to take time. That
0: 2019 was a perfect example, right? Yeah. Like you know Ivan first come in um and brought in his own philosophy and the way we, he wanted us to play and it took us probably i don't know after 14 games yeah. um, to kind of really start kicking into gear and towards the back end of the season we had a decent run yeah and then obviously 2020 is when things really started going well for Penrith. do you feel like that's the same at canterbury yeah
1: for sure i mm. think you know boys are picking up the system more now and um learning little things so yeah i'm looking forward to this year
0: how much heaps <laughs> I, can, I can tell i'm keen i'm keen i'm tell um I was gonna say, how's uh, Foxy around trading?
1: Yeah, he's been good. Same old Foxy. He talks it up a lot. Yeah,
0: it's loud, larrikin. Yeah,
1: he's he's funny as. You, <laughs> you hear him from a mile away. You'll be you'll be out, outside. He'll be in the lockers, and you'll still hear him and laughing. And because you're a bit
0: of an introvert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that be uncomfortable being around a guy like that?
1: Yeah, nah, it's mad, but he sort of just breaks the ice a bit.
0: I was gonna ask, did you find it a bit tough? Um, obviously, just winning a premiership with Penrith, and then going to like canterbury or bottom of the ladder what was that transition like
1: yeah it was tough um yeah obviously winning the comp and then um you know there's a lot of expectation around Mm. around um bringing things to canterbury and stuff but um i just had to believe in myself and um yeah we obviously didn't go that well um it was tough learn a lot of lessons out of that year Mm. obviously a tough year but um yeah it just makes you better and um obviously learning them lessons you can move forward and who'd you support growing up I supported the Tigers growing up. Did I was you? A mad, yeah, Mad Benji fan. Oh,
0: ah, so, uh, okay. Yeah,
1: grew up supporting them and then obviously dad was a massive Tigers fan as well. So yeah, right. I just sort
0: of jumped on jumped on supporting them and then... Yeah. So, so you pretty much had no idea of what the expectation was going to be like when you went to Canterbury because obviously Canterbury is pretty proud club, very yeah. rich in culture, won comps um, and there is an expectation when you go to that club to win football games. They haven't had their success there the last few years but um there still is that demand to be a successful club do you do you feed off that or do you find that a bit you know gives you a bit of pressure yeah
1: there's obviously that like demand of winning games and stuff Mm. yeah i'm at that stage now where um i'm a leader of the club now and yeah take responsibility of it so
0: do you relish being a leader
1: yeah it's been good stepping into that role just Learning heaps and um, taking the boys with you is good. So. I
0: love that. Yeah. And I'm sure you're sick of this question. I'm sure you're <laughs> sick of it. But let's just nip it in the bud right now. You'll be in the halves this, this this following season. Yeah. Do you find that annoying? Like, you
1: know. Oh, there's a lot of talk around obviously being in the centres and yeah. whatnot. But I just really wanted to knuckle down this pre-season and give it give it everything and um, show that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a halfback. So.
0: How are you finding Toby Sexton?
1: Yeah, he's been good, eh? Yeah, he's been real good. Come to the club, he's... He's um, full of energy as well. He's been good. So.
0: you got a full of... Your whole spine actually is full of energy. You've got yeah, Reid Mahoney, yeah. yourself. Uh, obviously, fullbacks in uh, another discussion. It uh, yeah. could be either Blake Taff or, or Critter. Yeah. Uh, is there any kind of scoop you can give nah, us there? not really. Just, oh, you were going to get a pass close to your chest. They've
1: <laughs> been training the house down. So, um, yeah, they're just... Um, yeah, I, I guess down, I Guess it comes down to zero and um, who's training the best there in that position. So... It's obviously good having a lot of depth there um in all the positions this year. So
0: Twenty Twenty Two obviously stands out for me, for yeah. you. Um obviously a breakout year. Uh you you get picked up to play New South Wales. What was the call up like?
1: Yeah, it was interesting. Um there was heaps of talk around I remember we played the um we played Gold Coast at Combank. Yeah, yeah before the game, like my phone was going off and um I was like, fuck, I just wanna I just wanna focus on the game, not think about anything. Yeah. Anyway, my phone's going off. Oh, you've been selected in origin. Like, everyone texted me. Like, there must have been something come out in the media. And I was like, I ended up just turning my phone off. I was like, I don't want to hear about it. Like, I just want to focus on this game of footy. But then in the back of your head, you're like... Oh, 100%. Is is it it true? Is it true? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. So I was like... Anyway, we played the game of footy. And then um, after it, I remember I had an interview with Triple M or something. And they're like, oh, congrats, mate. Like, you've been selected in origin. Um, Like, how are you feeling? And I was like yeah yeah good luck i was i was rattled because i was like "Fuck!" so you, yeah no one even told me so then after that freddie was at the game he come up and grabbed me he's like um congrats mate you're making your debut um in origin and i was like shit that was my hardest <sighs> feeling and then all, obviously all the boys got around it that's so good yeah.
0: did you have yeah. a that game
1: yeah oh even better so I made it even better yeah <laughs> so yeah that that's how that went down so.
0: There's, uh, there's one, co- one quote I want to read from um, a journalist. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm sure you remember it. It's from Paul Crawley. Okay. Uh, so from a Canterbury recruitment perspective, and Gus is talking about having all this money that is available in 2024. What rep player or future rep player with half a clue would want to go to the Bulldogs, knowing it could be the end of your representative career if you go there? That was on June 1st. <laughs> And uh, June 19th, you're named in the New South Wales side for game two. Obviously, quite didn't age too well, but I like him. How did you uh, find that when you first read that article or seen that article, did that bother you at all? Or? Yeah,
1: it obviously pissed you off a bit. Mm. Obviously pissed me off. Because yeah. I feel like Reading it was that, directed bit... at
0: you a little bit in a, in a way.
1: Yeah, it obviously hurt you a bit, but yeah, obviously making that team um, sort of shoves it back in him. So yeah, obviously Fox got picked as well. So
0: He's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i want to talk about the biff you had because oh, you know what yeah. out of all people to get into a fight <laughs> i wasn't expecting you to get one. Yeah. how did that even come about i think it was you and gags yeah. and tino yeah. and obviously a lot of russia blood in that present moment yeah. up and i'm guessing you just saw sort of black you just want yeah. to throw anything and try to hit someone i yeah, <laughs>
1: seen red a bit um no, i remember running back um to get back in the line and um ponga was in front and i was running back and i sort of had a collision with him with gags no with ponga oh Sort of took him out a bit and then um Gago ran in or obviously pushed me pushed me over and then I got up and then we had a few words and then yeah, bang it was on it was on from then so Yeah, it was crazy. I had a friend of punching me life <laughs> <laughs> I do it in front of eighty thousand but yeah,
0: was, Do you remember the roar of the crowd when it first oh, happened? Oh yeah.
1: But no, uh, it was sorta of, yeah, I don't know, I just sort of seen red and it happened so fast, yeah. I sort of don't even remember it but um
0: what a good opportunity for Foxy to jump into that present moment. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then Foxy game free coming in with the haymaker.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> so, I don't know if he told you, but um, on the show, he said that he was calling uh, Cattle Dog yeah. by the try line <laughs> He reckons that the only person I'd heard was Romy. I'm like, yeah. he was the loudest bloke in the team. How did no one hear I, know. I don't know. Credit to what Romy obviously uh, came in and backed him up. Yeah. Um, And then following the New South Wales stint, you obviously get picked for uh, the Kangaroos that yeah. later that year in the World Cup. Yeah. Travel to Europe, England. Yeah, it was a mad experience hey,
1: going over there. Um, obviously a couple of weeks over there, mad crew. Um, yeah, got the chance to play against Scotland in my first game. Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah, that was mad. What just was the final school? Jersey. I think it was 60. We Yeah, we, we put a fair score on them. But yeah, just to wear that jersey, that's all you want to do as a kid. Um, just to wear that green and, green and gold jersey. It's mad, um, you know. That's what you want to do, and to get that opportunity was sick. So and to do with the squad we had, it was mad. So,
0: man, we all camped like around the corner from around, we never walked into each other or bumped into each other. Yeah, well, that's a lie. I think I bumped into a few of the boys <laughs> on a night out, but <laughs> there, yeah, was
1: one, was, there was one time so, I bumped into tomato. yeah,
0: and um, he was across the street and he was by himself with a bunch of random blokes <laughs> that are like Poms, obviously. Yeah. I was like. I'm going to leave you to it. I just
1: kept <laughs> on walking. Marta was MVP on that tour. Oh, man. I, I think he noticed. lost his phone like twice. It was all over the shop. But Who was your crew? Oh, um, well, I'm to Luggy, Yeah. Cowboys. Cowboys. Um, Jeremiah and I. A couple of them boys, we'll just um, sort of us, a couple of us boys didn't play at the start. Mm. And um, we'll call the emus. Yeah. So uh,
0: so, uh, I know. I <laughs> know. Oh I've, so I've yeah. had my fair share of being an emu <laughs> far outside. So it's, it's a tough gig. Yeah, hey, it's it a is. tough gig, it man. You got to really perform yeah. off field. That's it. So, that's <laughs> I'm sure you uh, yeah. chugged a few uh, beers a few, on, yeah, on that tour. Too many, but that no, was good fun. Did you end up travelling after?
1: Yeah, Misses end up coming over. We oh, travelled for like two weeks after that and travelled travelled Europe. So, where'd you go? Everywhere, London, Rome, Venice. Best, yeah, it did the lot, so it was a mad experience.
0: How good's that? Yeah, the best. All oh, right, it's no secret you got the biggest kick in the game, All right? Don't be too flattered. Uh, would you ever take an opportunity to go to the NFL to be a punter?
1: Uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe down the track, but
0: down the track, so yeah. there is a possibility. I don't know,
1: yeah, you never know. Do you, wa-
0: do you watch the NFL much?
1: Oh, a little bit, but yeah, it'd be a mad job. Go over there, kick the footy,
0: and get paid a bazillion,
1: yeah, paid a motto, but um, yeah, I don't know, a bit young now big move i don't yeah. know
0: did your kick just develop over time or was this something that you always had in your kind of you know kit bag
1: i don't know was, when i was a kid i just saw of um we had just we had a little house in dubbo there's a street and i used to just go there after school just putting up torpies and like if it didn't land back in the street it'd hit a car or like land in someone else's street so i'd just be nailing torpies for ages and that's sort of where it came along but then going to Penrith, like Obviously playing in the centres and that didn't get the opportunity to mm. put any up. So, and then being in the halves, obviously got the opportunity to put them up. And then obviously hitting them couple in origin, they just sort of took off and everyone got behind it. And that's where the Birdo bomb started. So I was
0: off here when we played Good Friday. <laughs> I'm like, I knew, I knew they were coming. I knew they were coming. They got up. I, I, I caught all of them. Uh, but every time I caught a fox, was already on me. I was like, <laughs> and I was just like, I was just sitting under. I'm like oh man, I'm going to get absolutely pumped here.
1: <laughs>
0: but, uh, no, that, that's awesome. Um, yeah,
1: that's where it sort of come from. So
0: I kind of remember a bit of a story about around this, but I want to ask you again, um, if you don't mind, uh, I think it's a bit personal, but around the, the idea of you wearing a headgear, what, what's the story behind it?
1: Yeah, obviously good mate of mine passed away, uh, in 2016 mm. and then always wore headgear like being a kid and that. So, um, yeah, obviously just kept wearing it. And then, uh, I asked his parents if uh, I could wear his headgear um, playing in that, and they were like, "Sweet." So um, yeah, ever since then I just wore that headgear, and that's where it, where it started. So,
0: so would you say it's a not, it's not a superstition now, but more like do you obviously have it in, yeah, like, in front of your mind. Yeah, it's obviously a
1: superstition, but um, in the back of my head, it's a bit a bit of purpose in that as well. So
0: yeah, nice. And what was it like growing up in like country town Dubbo?
1: Yeah, it's good. I loved it. There's obviously stuff you can do out in Dubbo that you can't do here. And then vice versa, write, sort of thing. We we grew up out in the farm, yeah. sort of riding, riding motorbikes and yabby and fishing, doing all that things. You can't really do that here. So
0: you're a bit of an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. You swapped the dirt bike for a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? You have uh, when I think of Dubbo, I think of uh, you know Andrew Ryan. Next uh, name comes to mind is uh, Isaiah, and you and Isaiah got a lot of similar. Traits, yeah. introverted, yeah. tall, lanky. <laughs> <laughs> you good? <laughs> no, you're, just, you're right. Do you, do, you, do you speak to Yoi at all? Or
1: yeah, a little bit. If I run into him here and there, but
0: yeah. did, you, did you just play for the same uh, junior? club? Yeah,
1: played for the same junior clubs, um, St John's, and then um, Sims is the older, older club. So.
0: Well, uh, let's now get a bit more deeper. A bit more deeper. You know, obviously, I know you're an introvert, but I want to find out a bit more about you. Okay. So, tell me something nine out of ten people wouldn't know about you.
1: Mad fisherman deep down. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Love fishing. What are you fishing what? in Dubbo? River.
0: Yeah? yeah? What do you catch there?
1: Cod, yellow belly, carp. Can you eat that? Nah, what? I wouldn't eat it. It's a bit muddy. Should, yeah. Not really big. I'm, nah. I'm not big in fishing. Asian fish is nice, but But yeah, I'm mad fisherman deep down, but don't really get the time to do it. But
0: What's the biggest fish you've ever caught?
1: Biggest fish? That was probably kingfish, I reckon. Out of the bay, yeah, Barony Bay. Josh Jackson actually took me out. Yeah, when I first moved the dogs, went out um, just in the bay and that, and ended up pulling in this massive big kingfish. Wow! Yeah.
0: What about spearfishing?
1: Nah, no chance. You wouldn't catch me. I'm. I hate sharks. Like, if I fall off my jet ski or something, I'll be shit myself. But yeah. yeah.
0: Man, I went I used to go quite a bit spearfishing and uh it was just me and my mate and no one around. Mm. I think it was in Yarra Bay. Yeah. And all I see, I'm looking at my mate just just like this, and he just went Whoa! I'm just like, <laughs> spitting out heaps of bubbles and I just just turned to stone and I'm like slowly turning around because the first thing you think of is shark, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm turning around I just see a whole school of mullet just <laughs> coming right towards me. You mean
1: there's obviously something chasing. What's
0: chase? That's a person <laughs> coming my mind <laughs> yeah. i look back my mate was already on the sand but anyway full <laughs> full deserted me um yeah. what's the most uh valuable advice you've been given
1: um work hard
0: it's old cliche
1: yeah old cliche but yeah i think if you work hard then good things come so
0: what's your what's your definition of working hard
1: i don't know in our sense probably training hard and
0: outside of footy do you tend to do anything besides? so like, not really no nah. Is was, footy your main priority yeah. obviously your family but um yeah do you kind of put all your time and energy into footy like you don't Dibble-dabble with any business ideas that come to mind at the moment? No, nah, not at
1: it. the moment. Um, I'm sort of trying to get into something else. But, yeah, at the moment it's just footy family. That's about it.
0: I um, wanted to ask, what are you uh, passionate other than footy? Uh,
1: fishing. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Fishing. Don't um, on the jet ski as well. Yeah, you ne- never
0: called me for an invite. Oh, come on, mate. You've never called me for an invite. Maybe ask me. Maybe you gotta this. Get one. You got to get one. Yeah. Well, I'm that trying to. I'm trying to. But, um. Missy's not real fond, fond of it to waste 30 grand on They're so expensive. Oh, no. 30 grand for Jessica. I was
1: talking to crowds the other day. I reckon they're like 30 grand brand new or something. I was like. Well,
0: I was You you got an ambassadorship? No, hey? no. Nah, nah, oh, second oh, hand. I got the second
1: hand. Oh, I got the second hand. Grateful.
0: You're grateful, 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 <laughs> grateful. Um, okay, finish the sentence. If you weren't a footy player, you'd be doing what? I reckon I'd be don't a say electrician. Don't, nah. say, don't
1: say <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'd be an electrician, eh? Yeah. Why I location? did a bit of work out in Dubai, like before I come down and play footy. I could see that. Doing a bit of Sparky work with um with a good mate out there. So I reckon if I wasn't playing footy, I'd be a Sparky, yeah.
0: I'd hate to be a Sparky.
1: Yeah.
0: I hate like if there was a one trade out there that I'd refuse to do the Sparky. Just I because I hate dealing with wires, eh? Yeah. You know, just trying to put stuff together oh, I just can't I can't do it. Like just extension cords do my head in. i don't know i (laughs) I, um i picked up uh carpentry so i dropped out of school in year uh, 10 yeah um 16 years old um didn't really have an idea what i wanted to do or what i was passionate about and uh i kind of went into laboring Mm. and then after that uh, i kind of just picked up a hammer and i'm like you know what i was just putting in some joists in and i was like you know what maybe i'll start doing carpentry and I don't know. I just love the day because you just do so many things. It's not one specific thing. Like you can do structural framing, doors, skirting, joinery. There's so much. But yeah. anyway, enough about me.
1: Oh, I enjoyed the electrician side of it. Because eh? I did a bit of a building in that. And then like it was sort of for like school work experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was literally on the broom just sweeping like shit out. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> That's fucking Hated it. So doing a bit of spiky work. It was good just to do something outside footy and that. So Nice.
0: So far. Have any issues, I'll call you. (laughs) Uh, True or false? Canterbury will be playing finals 40 in
1: 2024. True. Yeah. We've been working hard this pre-season, so, um, yeah, massive believer in if we keep working hard and, Mm. um, yeah, I believe we'll get there, so.
0: Do you feel like there's a massive change from last year to this year? Do you feel
1: that? Yeah, I think so. Just boys understand the system a bit more and, um, you know, the side sort of feels like we're gelling well together, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Come to, I think that's the biggest thing, like, people don't understand. Like, it takes time to build a team, you know, get everyone on the same page, yeah. systems like you said. Yeah. Um, I feel like last year lacked a bit of cohesion, which, mm. which is no one's fault. I feel like obviously time uh, was your enemy because, like, yeah. you, people expect, you know, to pick up things on the spot, but yeah. unfortunately it's not the case um so yeah i I feel like you guys are gonna do really well i I, I come down to your training sessions i saw you guys training and you guys look real in sync yeah look like you're having fun as well i think that's the most important thing that's the main thing as well we play the game to have fun you know what i mean yeah obviously it's a everyone understands it's a result driven game Mm. and you're out there to win games and i'm sure you know that but um yeah man i'm I'm keen to see what you're gonna do in 2024 (laughs) chris fade our last guest on the show um so this segment our previous guests will write your question, and uh, for you to answer. So, if you want to do the honors,
1: that'll
0: be great. Took took him a yeah. while to actually write that question. Oh, it's so.
1: in an envelope too.
0: Yeah. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. do we got here?
1: Do you believe in that the world is flat? off oh, <laughs> if no. Some people do. What would you say to them, Chris Fade? Yeah, Fuck that's a good question. That is
0: a good question, but it's most rant I was not expecting that
1: at all. That's a tough one, eh?
0: Do you believe the world is flat?
1: I don't I don't know, eh? Yeah, I believe it is. No, you don't. Yeah, I do.
0: You believe the world's flat?
1: Yeah. You're such well a like it's round.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But like it's obviously flat because if it was I don't know.
0: I so, <laughs> actually don't know. Uh, 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 I'm lost now. Um, <laughs> no, I, I believe it's a. I believe it's a sphere. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Obviously, you believe it's like a sphere. Because like, if it's it.
0: flat, it, so what do you think he's but, saying? It's. See, this is what I don't understand. Right? When people say the Earth is flat, mm. I'm, I, I don't, I don't know. even know where where to go with this. Yeah. I'm so lost. <laughs> uh, I, I, anyway, I believe the world is a sphere. I don't believe yeah. it's flat. Uh, I believe that everyone's got the right to think and believe whatever yeah. they choose, but uh, I think it comes out to a bit conspiracy theories and, yeah, you know, and I reckon that it, as well. it's down a rabbit hole. And uh, I say to myself, why would, I guess, the government or, you know, higher beings or forces want us to believe that the earth is round? Yeah. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't get it. So, yeah. But yeah, no, that's a mad question, but
1: I don't know. When I look at it, it's obviously round, but then I sort of do believe that it's flat, in some way. So it's, if it's flat, because we're, if it's
0: flat, there's no it can't be a it can't be a sphere. If that makes sense. Yeah. True. If it's flat, it's going to be like a square <laughs> sort of thing. I don't know, man. I don't know, Chris. You've absolutely yeah, thrown a curveball. Yeah. Um. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> so if if you had a discussion with someone that actually believes it's flat, what would what would you say? Or oh, you believe it's flat. What do you flat. mean? Yeah, you believe, I believe it's, it's, flat. Flat. it's flat. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've, you you know what? You front a cur- because <laughs> Anyway, I'm sceptical anyway. as it is. Yeah. Uh, now you have the honours to kind of write your own question yeah. for our next guest. I'm actually really keen to know what you wrote.
1: Yeah, we'll find out next week, brother.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said that uh, Benji was like your inspiration. You were a Mad Tigers fan, but um, obviously completed two different moulds, mm. same position. Yeah. But was there a player in specific... You know, same build, same frame that you looked up to and wanted to kind of mould your game to.
1: Yeah, obviously would have liked to have the step like Benji, but mm. um, yeah, it's a good question. I think um, heaps of people say that um, a bit like Corey Norman, like a bit taller, um, sort of got the same build as him and that. But um I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think really the same build as him. Don't no. give him the compliment. <laughs> don't give him that compliment. No, I don't. I don't really know hey. who um, who sort of got
0: the same build and that as. Tall, rangy. Yeah. Um, I don't. Th- you know what? I think you're a bit unique in that sense. Mm. Um, there's not many guys. What are you? Six four?
1: Yeah, pretty tall for my position. Six four. Thing, so. Yeah,
0: you probably you probably be the t- tallest five eight to play yeah, the game. I'd be up
1: there, I reckon.
0: Terry Campese was pretty tall, but he yeah. wasn't as um, agile as you. Yeah. So did you find that hard to kind of <laughs> um, mold your game in a, in a way, or, or have that inspiration? Uh,
1: not really. I don't know. I sort of just, yeah.
0: Play what's what's in front yeah, of you? what's and just,
1: in front of you. Just play my game sort of thing. That's all. That's all I really do, so.
0: In coaching sense, who really helped you develop your game? Looking back, I reckon Trent Barrett. He was obviously Baz, a big one,
1: yeah. yeah. Baz was there at Pan from there. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, obviously um, he's smart as in yeah. in his, um, like, attacking wise and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, he just taught me a lot about the game and... Um yeah, obviously pretty young coming in there. So, um, yeah, taught me a lot about the game and um, little things that I could work on in my game and um, implement it. So. He
0: would have been perfect for you as a head coach as well. Um, mm. He was one of the main reasons why you went to Canterbury. Is that, is that yeah. Okay? So was, yeah. That, was that a bit of a shock when he kind of got the sack?
1: Yeah, it was pretty rough. Um, yeah, obviously moving there. Um, he was a big reason why I went to the club. Um, and then obviously got the flick. Um, it was tough, so...
0: So which uh, which side are you playing this year, Uh, left or right? I'll be left, yeah. So it'll be five. I don't want to give you too much (laughs)
1: insight, (laughs) mate. You can just wait, eh? (laughs) I'm trying my best. I'm trying
0: my best. I'm trying my best. Um, What can you see yourself doing in 2024? Have you already visualised that for yourself?
1: I've written down a few goals and um, I obviously want to just be the best I can be for the team and um, add as much value as I can. Of course. That's sort of a goal of mine, and... um, obviously being a leader i want to um just go then um hopefully i can be at my best and um the other boys follow so
0: i love that brother and i'm so excited to see you in the the blue and white right now in 2024 i'm sure there's big things coming and uh thanks for coming on the show brother. i know it's your first first time on a potty so i really appreciate it and no, thanks uh, for having me all the being best it.
1: guys thanks brother